This is the KFDM Morning Show Podcast from the most watched morning team in Southeast Texas. Let's get you a first look at your headlines. An accused robber remains hospitalized this morning, charged with attacking a convenience store clerk. Yeah, but the clerk actually turned the tables on him, pulling out a gun and shooting 62-year-old William Coleman several times. He's charged with aggravated robbery. Justice of the Peace Ben Collins Sr. has set bond at $250,000. Police responded to Everest Food Mart on the East Tex Freeway in Delaware around 1130 Friday night after the store clerk called 911 and reported a robbery in progress. Before police showed up, the store clerk told dispatch that she had shot the robber after he showed a knife and attacked her. Coleman went to the hospital with serious injuries. The store clerk suffered several minor injuries during the attack. Still no answers after Beaumont police officers and residents at a North End apartment complex came dangerously close to gunfire. It all started when officers responded to a call at Plymouth Village on Helbig near East Lucas early Friday morning. Suddenly, BPD tells us more than 20 shots were fired from a wooded area across the railroad tracks. At least two separate guns were fired. The bullets hit a patrol car, many other cars in the parking lot, and one round entered a child's room. People in the area, including police, at first thought the sound was firecrackers. We checked with police yesterday. No suspect information to pass on, but Crime Stoppers is taking tips at 833-TIPS. You will remain anonymous and you could qualify for a cash reward. The Lower Natchez Valley Authority wants to hear from you if you're just now discovering any water damage from the breach last Thursday. Water poured into a subdivision off Tolliver Road between Major Drive and Keith Road when a portion of the canal breached. At least 15 homes have been impacted so far. The LNVA says please call 892-4011 if you notice any water damage. They are repaired the breach by Friday and say drought conditions may have been a factor. A head-on crash involving two pickups in Newton County Friday night near Burkeville claimed two lives. DPS tells KGS Radio 33-year-old Joy McClellan of Newton crossed his Chevy truck over into the opposite lane on Highway 87, hitting a Ford truck. McClellan was killed along with a passenger in the truck, 58-year-old Terry Williams of Hempel. The Ford's driver was flown to Kingwood and is, remains hospitalized this morning. A lot of drivers in southwest Louisiana started panicking the minute they rolled up to a DWI checkpoint Friday night. 260 cars were checked on Opalis Street in Lake Charles near I-10 and 171. Six drivers, all from Lake Charles, were arrested for DWI. Five drivers were ticketed for having an open container. The most common violation, 15 were ticketed for not wearing a seatbelt. Travelers at Dallas Love Field Airport huddled behind chairs after police say a woman opened fire inside the terminal late Monday morning. 37-year-old Portia Wafunda was now in the hospital. She went into a bathroom near the Southwest ticket counter, changed clothes, then she came out, shot at the ceiling before a nearby officer quickly responded. That sent passengers scrambling. Listen to one eyewitness who said the woman stood and uh, made an announcement. And then she was kind of seeing her husband was having an affair of some sort. I don't know with who or anybody. And that she was going to blow the effing airport up. And then she just basically had a hood and she pulled the gun from underneath her hood, fired the first shot up, and then it's kind of skyed after that. We were just basically getting out. Thinking of- the shooting caused hundreds of flight delays and dozens of cancellations. The suspect had a previous run-in with the law for bank robbery. 
Our viewers did their job last week following our weekly airing of On the Run. The Jefferson County Sheriff's Office received a tip on the whereabouts of Gerard Lewis Boyd, located him and arrested him. He was wanted for aggravated assault family violence. Well, this week we need your help again. Here's Angel San Juan with this week's On the Run Fugitive. This week's On the Run Fugitive is a man who's accused of a crime that seems to be happening too much in Southeast Texas right now. Joining me now is Jefferson County Sheriff Zena Stevens. Sheriff? Hi, Angel. This week, I need the community's help in finding Alex Lawrence. He's wanted for robbery. Right now, we're having a lot of crime in Jefferson County, and so please, let's get this guy off the run and in Jefferson County Jail. Please, if you know where we can find him, call us at 833-TIPS or 835-8411. Thank you so much, Sheriff. And remember, you can run, but you can't hide from our viewers. And now, your daily weather forecast from the Southeast Texas Weather Authority. Good morning, everybody, from the KFDM and Fox 4 Weather Center. I'm meteorologist Chad Sandwell, and here's a look at your forecast for Tuesday, July the 26th. As we wrap up the month of July, looks like we're going to see fairly meager chances of rain over the next seven days. It looks like today only about a 20% coverage of showers. The moisture that we were banking on today just isn't going to materialize. And again, just a few isolated showers will be possible across the triangle. We'll look for temperatures once again, lower to middle 90s in the triangle, middle to upper 90s in the lakes. We'll look for a south-southeast wind that averages out to about 15 miles an hour. Over the next couple of days, we'll be looking for just slightly better rain chances. Again, just not a lot happening here uh, across southeast Texas. High pressure still dominating to the north, so we'll get a limited, reply, a limited supply of moisture coming back in. Temperatures are still expected to stay in the lower and middle 90s. On Wednesday, we'll look for about a 30% coverage of showers, and then we'll kind of bounce back and forth between 20 and 30% coverages through the rest of the week. Friday 30, and then we'll see pretty dry conditions both Saturday and Sunday, it appears at this point. Again, temperatures expected to stay generally into the middle 90s. Now, as far as the Gulf of Mexico goes, still very quiet. We still have very quiet conditions there. The Caribbean and, for the most part, the Atlantic Basin, we are starting to watch a few showers and thunderstorms coming off the west coast of Africa. We'll talk about those, but again, the long-range forecast does show those kind of not really developing and basically staying is just disorganized thunderstorm activity. So over the next five to seven days, things in the Gulf of Mexico and tropically speaking will remain fairly quiet, which of course is some good news. We remain below normal on rainfall for the year, and it appears with our seven-day forecast that is not going to change over the next few days. If you're headed out to the beach today, there is a moderate risk of rip currents. Your water temperature sitting at 89 degrees, and the surf going to be running at about two to four feet. If you're an allergy sufferer, the weed pollen is moderate, the mold spores are low, and our high tide today coming up at uh, 5.55 a.m., and the low tide coming up this evening at 8.43. So again, that's kind of a look at your forecast for this Tuesday. Recapping, 20% coverage of showers, south-southeast winds at 15 miles an hour, temperatures lower to middle 90s in the triangle, and we'll head for the middle to upper 90s in the lakes. Don't forget, you can get your forecast anytime online at kfdm.com. You can follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And don't forget to download your free weather app. It's available on your iOS and Android devices. On this Tuesday morning from the KFDM and Fox 4 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Chad Sandwell. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. Join us again tomorrow for the KFDM Morning Show Podcast. <laughs>